0: So I'm going to read a passage from Romans 6. If you have your Bibles, your, your your phones, your devices, you can turn, you know, your Bible apps. You can turn to Romans 6, and in a moment I'm going to read verses 3 through 11. Um, and this is in the English Standard Version, the ESV. I, I really, uh, I really dig just how the the ESV um, just speaks with such clarity. Um, what I really want to talk about today is that water baptism. It's an identification with Jesus. And not just with Jesus, but with the death of Jesus. It's an identification with the burial of Jesus. And it's identification with the resurrection of Jesus. And they're all important. They're all important. Jesus had to die. He had to die. Not just be wounded, not just be bruised, not just be hurt. He had to die. He had to be declared dead. He had to lie in the grave he had to be buried in order for the Holy Spirit the Spirit of God to resurrect him back to life so that he conquered death so that death had no power against him so that death didn't was not his master, his master and so that he would live forever why is that important? because that's his plan for us That we would live in him, that death would not be our master, that it would not have hold over us, that we would be free in him forever, and it starts the minute that we trust in Christ. See, this is not about some religious belief that's just focused on, on when we die and what we you know where we go, heaven or hell. And and that's legit. There is a heaven, there is a hell. Those places exist. But this is also about living victoriously right now. We don't have to wait until we pass from this world to the next. Paul states this in Romans chapter 6. It's really powerful. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized unto his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism. Into death. In order that, and if I can pause right there. So Paul's just breaking it down. He's saying, We've we have been baptized. We were baptized into his death. We were buried through the, the baptism into death. And then he and then he gives important words. In order that. So now we, we really our ears should perk up. When we're reading and we hear something like this, in order that, we should go, okay, Paul's about to explain something here. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with Him in a death like His, we shall certainly be united with Him in a resurrection like His. We know that our old self was crucified with Him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. Don't you guys love that? In order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. That's what Jesus did. Not that the body of sin might be weakened. Might be lessened. Might be given a couple really powerful shots. That it might be nothing. So that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. And alive to God in Christ Jesus. We died with Jesus Christ. Now I love that we have a cross over here. And if you can just kind of visualize with me, if you can just kind of have eyes to see for a moment, I want you to visualize your name written on that cross. And now, not just your name, but every one of your sins. That sin that that is just most embarrassing or most shameful, the one that you think, if, if people knew about it, they'd, they'd look at me different. And maybe you even think, if Jesus knew about it, He'd look at me different too. It's Which isn't true, by the way. He knows about it. And His love is so great. His mercy is so unimaginable. So all those sins written on this cross. Every one of them. And then we look again. And we see that those sins aren't there. That our name's not there. Our name's not written there. That our name has been transcribed from being on the cross to written in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. Saying that we are forgiven and that we have life. And the blood of Jesus washed away our sins. He had to die. He had to pay the price for our sin. You see, if I go into a court of law and let's say I had... Let's say I had two minutes of, of anger, and in those two minutes of anger, you know, I I I attacked someone and I I beat them and I harmed them. Two minutes of anger. The judge doesn't sit there and say, "Okay, I sentenced you to two minutes in jail." It's not justice. It's not across the board like that, and we'd all agree with that. I want us to know that our good deeds don't wipe away sin. Well, I did one bad thing, so i got to do one good thing. Or how about this? How about this? I did one bad thing, so I'm going to do three good things. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. We needed someone to, to be declared guilty for us. We needed someone to stand In our place, when the verdict was guilty, they did it. You did it. I did it. We did those sins. We needed someone to stand in our place and say, Your Honor, I will take their place. I will pay the price for their crime. I will pay the price for their sin. And that's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus did. So we we die with Him. We are buried with Him. Does it end there? No. We are resurrected with Him. We come out of the grave with Him. We leave the tomb empty with Him. And we live victoriously with Him never to die again. And, and for right now, that's, that's not that physical death. Each one of us are going to die physically. But spiritually, we are alive. And we will go from this earth in glory to, to being in His presence in glory. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.4 says this, And He was shown to be the Son of God. When he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. When he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ our Lord. Why is that important that he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit? When we also come out of that watery tomb in baptism, we also walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus made this amazing statement, this radical statement. He raved about the Holy Spirit and said, I'm going to go away soon. I'm going to die soon. I'm going to go away. But I don't leave you alone. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit who will guide you and teach you and comfort you. In fact, all the things I did, that's what He's going to do. And He's going to point you to me. And He's going to empower you to remember the things I've said and done, and you're going to do greater things than I did. All by the power of the Holy Spirit. So just as Jesus was raised from the grave by the Holy Spirit, we come out of this watery tomb in baptism by the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to say something. Mike, Jenny, you will not bring a single sin up with you. it stays dead. By the power of the Holy Spirit, when you come out of that watery tomb, you come out alive in Him. The very last verse I, I gave you, I believe, is, is Mark sixteen sixteen, And it says this, Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. So this right now, this baptism service, this isn't just symbolic. It's It's not a symbolic or a ritualistic act. It's not a religious obligation. This is life. This is obedience to the Lord. And Jesus even went so far as to say, we must do this. To fulfill all righteousness, and we get included in that. We must do this to fulfill, to complete all righteousness. So, I've asked. I was thinking about you know when I told when I told Mike and um, Shana was going to get baptized today too, but she's at home sick, so so we'll we'll, we'll get her baptized in another time. Um, and I I told Jenny and I said be prepared to talk about who Jesus is to you. And I thought about something. I'm like, let's let's have a few of our veterans. Let's have a few people that have already been baptized take a quick moment to uh, to say who Jesus is to them. So I've asked Cadence and Monica and Hawk. Y'all got about 30 seconds, you know. But just why don't you why don't you tell us, Cadence, Monica and Hawk? Why don't you guys come up and tell us who who Jesus is to you? This this is my daughter, by the way. This is one of my daughters. Do you want to go first, or do you want Monica to go first? All right.
1: <laughs> I want you to go first. I'm just kidding.
2: Um, uh, I just every day feel so privileged to be able to walk uh, with God and have him be part of my journey, because there's nothing more lonely than living your life alone. And uh, the most wonderful thing about being with God is that you are never alone, and you have somebody to turn to, even when everybody in your life turns away from you. Um, And uh, God shows me new things every day. He surprises me. Uh, It's one of the great things about relationship. Uh, So He's a treasure in my heart, and uh, I enjoy growing with him every day. And I've been Christian for years, so... (laughs) (laughs)
3: for me when I wake up in the morning my mind is completely shut down saying I don't want to do this like I don't want to go to school I don't want to wake up like that's just that's just the phase I'm in right now when I open my eyes and I have in that mindset and I'm getting up and he's like no like don't start like that like get yourself together come on like deal with it like come on something's good gonna happen you're gonna see your friends you're gonna have a smile on your face And one of my biggest things that I love about him is when I'm sad or upset, and I want to be alone. And I don't want anyone to bother me. I push away my parents, push away my friends. I just want to be alone. I want to cry. And he's like, sorry, I'm here. can not do anything about it. Like, whether you like it or not, (laughs) I'm going to give you peace. So although in that time being, I'm like, great. Like, just want to be alone. Like, he's not going to let you sit alone. He's going to be with you no matter if you like it or not. (laughs)
4: baby. So, real quick here. Oh, that's not too bad, guys. You got you guys got lucky this day. I thought about bringing in my oxyacetylene torch, but I thought that'd be a little too redneck even for me, so, you know, it'd be a little distracting to go rosebud blowing over there, but anyway, uh Jesus. Mark gives me 30 seconds. Sometimes I think he's a fool, but uh, because I try to actually heed what he says. First and foremost, I guess, um, Jesus is my friend. He's my confidant. Whenever I'm at my lowest, he's there. When I can't even talk to my wife, or I feel I can't even talk to my pastor, I can always turn to him, and he's like, yeah, buddy, what do you got? You know, some of my best prayer time is when I'm driving in the truck, you know, as I get angry at other drivers and he convicts me and he's like, "Eh, no, why don't you talk to me? You know, and what I think Mark's preached on it several times, a lot of a lot of times people miss. He's also our Lord. He's the boss. He's our savior. He's given us everything. He's given us his all. He died for us. Only two people have ever done that. American soldier and Jesus Christ. And he died for the world. And it's just an amazing gift when you really think about it. I mean, we hear it all the time. And kind of like Kevin was preaching. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. No, think about it. Open your heart to it. Because he died for you. He died for me. He died for everybody. And it's just, it's amazing that we get to run to him because, yes, he died on the cross, but he is alive. He is at the the right hand of God right now. He's alive, and he's there for us. So anytime you need him, just call out to him. There, there's a great song that I encourage our worship team to try and do is cry out to Jesus. Anytime you need him, just cry out to him.
0: Worship team, you guys can come up. Um, So for Mike and Jenny, I'm saying this to you. You can can go into the water, closed fist. But baptism is a commitment. So you, you can't get out of the water, closed fist. You leave things in the water because see we we we're walking out our faith and there's some things he wants us to leave in the water. I know and I'm so proud of you that you're sober. How many days? How many months? 14 months. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you know what? You leave bondage to alcohol in that water it doesn't come out with you even though you're walking in freedom right now a chain will be broken and you come out of that water free because that's not your master and death isn't your master Christ is. he's your Lord like Hawk just said he's not just savior he can't just be savior he can't just be I know that I need him to be saved that is not that that's not enough He has to be Lord. You say, you want me to give up this? I'll give this up. You want me to make this change? I'll make this change. You want me to follow you? I leave all behind and I follow you. So you can go in, closed fist, but you can't come up, closed fist. So right now, purpose in your hearts to leave stuff behind. This commitment to follow Him. And to do what He says, obedience matters. We don't like that in America because America, you know, we're like, people can't tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah, well, obedience matters. And the Lord tells us what to do all the time. And He wants a heart that is willing and yielded and obedient and humble. Why do you guys come up and why don't you tell us who Jesus is to you. So Jenny and Mike, come on up here. So I'm going to baptize Jenny first. And uh, Kat, why don't you come on up here. Kat is going to baptize her brother, Mike. How cool is that? So everybody, this is Raina's daughter, Jenny. And Jenny is awesome. And Jenny has an amazing daughter, which is also Jenny, Virginia. And uh, so we're so excited. God is so good. He loves you so much. The things he has for you are so awesome. The newness... At some point today, I want you to look at that cross and you see that your your name and your sins aren't there anymore. Because when you trusted your life in Him, they're written in the book of life. So Jenny, why don't you tell us um, who is Jesus to you?
1: Wow. I'm a little emotional. Please forgive me if I uh, stutter. Uh, he's my Savior. He was there for me when I had nobody. I got... Um,
2: <laughs> the last
1: 10 years has been pretty rough on me, my kids, my mom. Um, it's been pretty emotional. It's been a r- very hard battle. I too am uh, struggling with sobriety, have been for 20 years now. Um, something happened about three months ago, four months ago. It's four months ago. Four months sober. Um, I had a big life-changing experience. I decided I I was here. I was here with you guys, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to be saved. So I went on a mission, a mission of self-discovery, I'll say. I left state and um, had that life-changing experience, and I came back with only the Lord in my heart. Um, He got me out of a place that I did not want to be in and cannot live in the rest of my life. So that's why I'm here today, and I thank you, Lord, for giving me that opportunity. Thank you, Lord. All
0: right. want you guys hit pause for a second? I'm going to uh, baptize Jenny, and then I know you have a scripture to read. And then I want... No. Let's do it now, because I, I want you guys to be in warm water. I want you to be in warm water, too. Kat, why do you read that scripture that you have, that the Lord gave you, I'm just in praying for her brother. And then, and then Mike, um, I'll ask the same of you to just kind of share who Jesus is to you.
2: Good morning. I'm Kat. I'm shy, so if I don't know you, I'm sorry. But I'm that person that once you get to know me, you'll regret it because I'm obnoxious. But, um so this is my brother Mike. He and his wife Shana, um, we're going to get baptized. Shana's sick. So Shana called me last Sunday and was like, we we were wondering if you would want to baptize us. I was like, yeah, that's awesome, of course. And then Monday and Tuesday is like, I'm not qualified to baptize someone. And then uh, in my quiet time, you know, the the verses came up of just like, oh, you have little faith. If you had faith, you could have done this and that. So I, I resolved that with God. So here I am to baptize my brother. I'm very proud of him. But um, the verse that I wanted to share is from Ephesians 1, chapter 17. It says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance, in his holy people. It is an incomparably great power for us who believe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so I'm, I'm Mike, um, probably don't know me because I'm like her, I'm shy, but uh, Jesus Christ has really helped me with my sobriety, um. If it wasn't for him, I honestly wouldn't be here. It got to the point where I was really, really sick because of drinking. Um, but he pulled me through, and without him, I don't—I honestly don't think I would be here. With his support. So. We go. All right. How are we doing with the water? Do, do we? All right. Do we, we, we going to put the, the hose in there too, or how, or we already did? All right. All right, I'm taking this off. Out on certain side I can put towels on the ground. the.. All right. Hawk is going to be my microphone holder. All right, Jenny. you ready? Woo! All right. Uh, speaking of spirit of wisdom, just let's just check. make sure we don't have any cell phones <laughs> or, or watches. Let's just make sure. Okay, we're good. Thank you, Lord. All right. Once you step in here. Oh my God! That is not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay. All right. Once you, uh, here we go. Sit down on, sit down on your on your rear. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jenny, as a profession of your faith that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
2: were little, when we were little, he used to pop uh, water balloons on me and then tell my mom I, I peed my pants, so, <laughs> this is a good old thing back. Okay, well you have to let go, alright, so as a profession of your faith, I'm proud of you, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Thank you, Lord!
0: There's a passage in Romans 10 that I love. And it says, Everyone who will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Everyone. Everyone. Because that's that's His desire, that all be saved. All. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus... It's as simple as this. It's a belief in your heart that you're included in that all. And you cry out and say, Jesus, I give you my life. Would you take my sin? Would you take my past? Would you take my all? I believe. I believe. I I don't know why or, or how it all fits together and I don't have all the answers, but I believe in you. And I believe you'll teach me and I believe the Holy Spirit will guide me. It says if we believe and we'll call out, we'll be saved.